Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah. Down the hall from nonstop hip hop here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to MSL. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Joined alongside, as always, on the other side of the glass, Johnny Radio, the Sleaze of Memphis, CJ Hurtlocker, as well. CJ continuing to wear, this is the like 13th consecutive week he has a different shirt on. Half of the shirts he owns, though, this this CJ's, uh, what are we calling it? They're just graphic tees, or they're just CJ's? CJ's graphic tees. CJ's graphic tees. Half of them are Ninja Turtle shirts. This is true. I love me some turtles. I'm going to see the movie in August. I'm making plans for it and everything. You guys coming? I don't. I don't. But yeah, sure, we'll come. Thursday night midnight show. Oh, you're going to the midnight show. I'm, I want the midnight in show. costume. In costume, baby. Okay. If you guys need t-shirts to wear, I got you. All right, welcome to the show. We've got an action-packed edition of MSL. Uh, ready to roll with you today. Returning in studio after a couple weeks. Uh, absence, Kevin Leip from the Memphis Fire will join us. Of course, he's the Grizzlies writer. Dude has a baby and thinks he can just take all the time he wants. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Well, he, he's back today. Follow him on Twitter at FlyerGrizzblog. He's back in studio today. We'll we'll talk about some of the Grizz topics that are out there, which, of course, is still just the free agency stuff. But we'll also, today, we are, are, are going to make um, a decision for fans out there. Because I think it's obvious... Um, who has the worst NBA team name without question right now? And that would be the Charlotte Bobcats. It's just a horrible team name. Dude, no, there's also, I can't stand the Pelicans. I hate that name. I don't even like Pelicans. Well, I mean, I think Pelican's name is, I am a big supporter of the Pelican's name because it does work really well for the city and everything. The Bobcat's name worked, it was named after the guy who owned the team, and it's like got the word catted, and it's a horrible name, Bob. Like, the guy's name was Bob, so they called him the Bobcats. Anyway, Tuesday, the Bobcats will become the Charlotte Hornets again, so they will no longer be the the Bobcats. There's no undisputed worst team name in the NBA anymore, so today we'll declare it. And apparently Johnny Radio thinks it should be the Pelicans. Utah I'm, Jazz suck, too, because Pelican, they ain't got no jazz music in Utah. They don't, but uh, but same with, I mean... The polygamist. Same with the Lakers. I mean, you look at the L.A. Lakers. When teams in the NBA moved, they d- traditionally did not change their name until recently. Raptors are Raptors still running around in Toronto? The Raptors are still running around. That one sucks really bad. Unless Russell Westbrook played for him. Okay, but we've got to. Yeah, he does does look like. Uh, They'd be the, like, "Hey, baby, look, I'm on my jersey." The, the baby from uh, Mama from the from the, not the Mama from Dinosaurs. The, was he a Raptor was, though? Or was he just a regular dinosaur? Yeah, he's just a dinosaur. But hey, that's the only dinosaur nickname in the NBA. Uh, Raptors, I think, is kind of cool, too. Of course, they, the reason, though, it was named more was for Jurassic Park. None of the ones you guys have said are on my list of the five worst. I've got my I got my list. None of those are on it. Uh, but we'll get to that, and we'll, we'll declare it. We need to come to a consensus today. Kevin Leip will be here in studio to, to help us with that. I'll give you my arguments. If you want to, tweet at me at Sarita if you've got your ideas of which is the uh, worst team name in the NBA after Tuesday because I think we can all agree on Bobcats well Johnny Radio here just hates the Pelicans I think the Pelicans mascot was cool I think the logo is cool I think the name is cool it's perfect for the city I mean especially in sports when you've got such other uh, less intimidating birds like Cardinals out there that uh, Pelicans is pretty awesome but um, we'll, we'll we'll hear your arguments. You can tweet me at Cerrito, or you can text us, 67129. At 67129 is the text line. Uh, text us. Let us know what you think the worst NBA nickname is. We're going to get to that conversation in a minute. Man, what was that? What was what? Did you not hear that noise? Sounds like that idiot driving down the road again. Does he not know that he can park and talk to us when we... I don't get Marcus. Oh, yeah, we'll talk to him in a second. We're going to be joined by Marcus in a minute. Somebody talk to Marcus and make sure that we, we have a good connection. Holy mackerel. This uh, guy. This guy. 
Oh, I don't know what you were doing. I was like, I don't know what that is. I didn't know we started playing a trivia game all of a sudden. Also on the show... Yeah, I don't want to mess with the king of trivia. Yeah, you don't, by the way, which Tyler Springs produces the two shows before this one every Saturday. He was at trivia this week. He came out and partied and played some Mario Kart. You know, we have a Mario Kart tiebreaker now. Anytime anything's tied at trivia, like if the team name... Uh, is tied if we vote for best team name every week. If there's a tie on that, or if there's a tie for like first place or second place, the tie is now decided. This is on Wednesday night at Tampa Tap. The tie is decided by a game of Mario Kart. That's pretty pimp. And Tyler tied for best team name and played Mario Kart. He he fell to defeat. Um, unfortunately, he but lost. It was a it was close all the way. And at some point, his, somebody with a banana, his car yeah, like at the banana car. No, his car like fell into the ditch at the wrong time, and he never could. Regain ground, I believe. Which level do you guys just pick a random level? Yeah, it's just a random level. Um, if there's a dispute on who wants to be a certain character, we'll flip the coin, and whoever wins the coin toss will win that character. We have not had that dispute yet. But yeah, yeah you pick your character. It's one on one. If it's a two way tie, it's three. It's th- three people. If, if it's a three way tie, you can use Mario Kart. You can be up to four players. It's the N sixty four Mario Kart. That that has the the original Rainbow World, right? Yeah, we don't do that one. That's Why? the one that we don't do. The rainbow level, because it lasts too long. Okay. Okay. But <laughs> you know, we can't be do. hanging out there for hours. And not that that one lasts for hours, but it's the longest one. That one takes a, a long time. So we have not done that one yet. It may happen. But there's going to be coming up. This is true, uh, CJ. I, I'll go ahead and say it. No, it's not. No date has been officially announced, but it's going to happen at Tampa Tap later this summer. There's going to be a Mario Kart tournament. So I'm there. Stay, stay tuned to this show. I'm my, all the way in there. My my Twitter, everything else, uh, will keep you updated on on uh, on the Mario Kart stuff. But later on today, Dustin Starr also is joining us to talk a little wrestling. He joins us third Saturday of every month. But he'll also talk about Rampage. He's going to the fight tonight. Rampage Jackson's big uh, historic return to Memphis, Tennessee happens uh, in South Haven. Do you South think Haven. that uh, somehow <laughs> Mario get Bronco busted at this fight? Uh, <laughs> be sure to ask Dustin that. Be sure... Uh, to jump in with that question, Maria got Bronco Bustered from X-Pac at the uh, casino wrestling event at Resorts in Tunica. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Rampage makes his big return to Memphis tonight in in South Haven, if that makes any sense. It's kind of like the Anaheim Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, or whatever that team name is. But Rampage's return to Memphis happens tonight in South Haven. Right? That makes sense, right? South Haven. Of course. It's a Memphis suburb. Uh, we'll talk to us about that and a bunch of other uh, wrestling news, but we start every week with the starting five. And joining us every week for the starting five is Marcus Hunter, Mr. Selfie, Mr. Jackson, Mississippi. What's going on, Marcus? You know, I was wondering if you guys were ever going to like introduce me to the show. You started the starting five. We tried to, loser. What are you talking about? That little noise, this noise that you hear every time... Click somebody over. So that wasn't driving. I'm not going dis- to. I am driving. I'm not going to dispute with Johnny Radio. He is. Uh, he's here eight days a week working. He knows how this equipment works. So thank you. But what's going on, gentlemen? Did you guys have fun at Barbecue Fest last night? Uh, you sure missed out. No, I actually, missed out. I had a low key night last night. Thursday night was when I went hard and long into the evening. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Yeah, I did miss out on the problem. You went hard and long into the evening. I love it. <laughs> Dunno, you will pick up on that word. But uh yeah, so you're you're missing out your your there's no barbecue fest happening in Jackson, Mississippi. I always like to ask you what's going on in Jackson, Mississippi this weekend. Uh no, there was no barbecue mm-hmm. fest in Jackson, Mississippi, uh but there was a uh, event called Pepsi Pop, which is, you know, orchestras outside and you get to go out as a family event, you hang out. Outside, listen to some music, uh, be around other people, eat some good food. So it was a nice little event last night here in the Jackson area called Pepsi Pops. And, uh, I mean, it's not Barbecue Fest. I'm not going to put it on the level of Barbecue Fest, but it was a nice event. It was a nice event. But by the way, DJ, um, I'm, if, if you can wait a little while, I'll go watch Ninja Turtles with you. That, it comes out in August. We have till August, man. Okay, well, uh, well, I'll go check it out with you. I'm a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Um, you know, Secret of the Ooze, Barfall, my favorite one so far. So, Hey, you know it's going to be, like, I don't know if Shredder's going to be in this. They're like fighting creatures from Dimension X. Oh, wow, yeah. And, yeah, and, the, and the new Ninja Turtles look kind of funny. They look weird. They have right. a new look to them. 
All right, Market, you're uh, you're joining us uh, for the starting five, the five most interesting and important sports stories, and they have nothing to do with Ninja Turtles, so shut it. Uh, I don't know, man. The... Ninja Turtles are pretty cool. All right, they, this this is the uh, starting five, the five most interesting and important sports stories for the sports fan of the Mid South over the uh, past few days. Number one story today. Barbecue Fest. Barbecue Fest going on. Um, it's Barbecue Fest weekend. And, you know, it's, is it a sport? I don't know. Is barbecue cooking a sport? Uh, world? Ch- it's the world yeah. championship. It's a competition. We saw in yeah. Beer Fest that uh, beer pong's a sport. So, yes, I think and, cooking barbecue's got to be a sport, too. There's uh, oodles of cornhole being played. Uh, a bunch of uh, sports being played within the confines of Barbecue Fest. But the store, the sports story that is going on at Barbecue Fest is what happened on Thursday night. Thursday night at the Grizzlies tent, Mike Miller and Bino Udrich both showed up at the Barbecue Fest tent. Does that mean that they're going to come back and be on the team next year? Both of them, unrestricted free agents, both of them showing up at Barbecue Fest. No, it means well, I like barbecue Mike, and beer. Yeah, and Mike Miller, he would come to the Barbecue Fest even when he wasn't playing for the Grizzlies. He just loves Barbecue Fest. He loves Memphis. So I don't think Mike Miller being at Barbecue Fest is any indication that he's leaning more towards coming back to Memphis. And Beano, for that you know matter, I mean, Barbecue Fest, it's one of those unique events that if you're a human and you love barbecue and you love beer, then you're just going to naturally want to go there, especially if you're in the city of Memphis uh, where they're having it. So I don't think there's much to read into those two guys being at Barbecue Fest other than the fact that they just wanted to go and have a great time. Uh, okay, so I, I'm jumping into this because we love to figure out conspiracy theories on this program. Some people don't like that. We love it. We embrace it. But... I mean, do you not think it's that was part of the like it's a Bino? Well, Mike Miller, of course, he's he's been he's going to go to Barbecue Fest if he's playing for the Heat. He would maybe still come back for Barbecue Fest, right? I mean, that's something he would definitely consider. He knows Barbecue yeah. Fest is one of the most awesome things you can do uh, on uh, in the United States of America, right? It's the this yeah. is the weekend to be in Memphis, Tennessee. But uh, Bino, he's never he's never been to Barbecue Fest. He already embraces the city, and then he finally he makes his first trip uh, to Barbecue Fest, and he loves it. And do you not think that's going to help though in his decision making process? If he's, he's if he's already already sold on Memphis, you add Barbecue Fest on top of that, and um, he's got to be. Here's some of his tweets. Um, Let's see. Ba-ba-ba. Good morning. A little too much fun at Barbecue Fest. So much fun. Um, so I'm at Barbecue Fest again. He was it last night. He went back again last night. And I was wondering what tent has the best food. Any suggestions? I'm starving. Uh, but so, yeah, he's he went back. He went. He was there Thursday and Friday. Uh, Bino loves Barbecue Fest. And I, I, I think it can definitely can definitely help. I know. Yeah, I mean, it could only definitely help. But the problem is it's only three days out of the year. I mean, it, you know, Barbecue Fest is a little more often then you may have a better argument to keep Bino, but, I mean, it's just three days out of the year, and you're going to need a little bit more than that to convince a guy to stay in a city, especially if if, 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 if your main selling point is a, a festival. Okay. Well, yeah, so shout out to everybody who's hung over today and tuning this in. Is shot. <laughs> we uh, appreciate you listening. It's a big day, Barbecue Festival. Today's the serious day when everybody's, yeah. the judging is going on. Yeah, the no fun day. The no fun day is what some yeah. people call it. All right, we'll keep moving on. Number two in the starting five, Rampage Jackson is making his Memphis return tonight in South Haven, Mississippi. He'll have his chain on. We'll talk a lot about this. Is that what he's coming out I to? I think that's the sound for the prickness later. <laughs> oh, that's right. We do have horse racing. <laughs> uh, but but Rampage uh, stepping in the ring against somebody. I don't even like... I don't know what the guy's name is. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. King Mo. Some guy named the King. So it's appropriate that Rampage is going to be like, dude, you ain't no king. I know who the king is. It's not you. And I'm going to beat you down in the middle of the octagon at the Lander Center. And then he's going to pull the strap down. 
Right. <laughs> you better shut your mouth before I shut it for you. So we have uh, Rampage tonight. It's as exciting. This is a big uh, MMA event. The fact that Rampage, ever since he become became famous, and we've talked about it on this show, is that we wanted him to fight in Memphis, and it was about legalizing the MMA and all that stuff. And he never got to have you know the UFC came to FedEx Forum, but you never got never got uh, to have a big Rampage fight. And we finally got it now. But he's at the end. He's got it's a must win win uh, situation for Rampage tonight, right? Yeah, definitely a must win. I mean, especially career wise. I mean, you want to, uh, you know, start getting some more wins under your belt to help out with your career. And when you know if the uh, MMA was in here in Memphis, well, well, was in Memphis. Uh, Rampage, you know, he was filming his movie at the time, so he could not uh, participate in that particular event. Now, now he really has to focus back in on the career and what made him the famous person that he is today. His ability to fight in the ring. And you're near your hometown, you're at the Lander Center, you're going to have tons of people there cheering for you, you're going to have a large fan base, and things couldn't get any worse for Rampage than to have him lose this fight. This is the fight that he has to win to try and reestablish himself as a MMA fighter and also a celebrity as well. Right, I mean, if he wants to get it, if they ever make that 18-2, which... Yeah. I don't even know if they're going to make 18. Or are they making 18 too? I don't know. I don't know. 18 1. But the star of the A team will be will be fighting uh, t- tonight at the Lander Center. We'll talk more about that with Dustin Starr on the program. Uh, moving on, number three in the starting five. Uh, well, Josh Passner still at, at, this, at this time has yet to hire an assistant coach. We talked about it last week live from Summer Avenue at the AutoZone um, when we were there for that awesome event last week live on location. But. Um, that we all we're in support of Josh Pastner hiring Lawson to get his to get his uh, kids on board and be at the University of Memphis. What is the delay now? How come he hasn't hired his coach? I think part of it has to do with perception, and and you kind of don't want to jump on it and jump on that opportunity because then it's going to make it seem like you're too anxious. And the the only reason you're really hiring, you know, the dad is to get his kids. I mean, you got to at least make it seem like that's a process. I mean, an interview process, make sure that he's qualified. But I think at the end of the day, I think Josh Pashner is going to do it and he is going to make that move because it's about wins and losses. And this year, Josh Pashner did not get a contract extension. I'm so shocked that he did not get a contract extension at the end of this season like he has been getting at the end of every season, it seems like. But, you know, now Pashner has to he pretty much has to man up and, and, and start getting some wins. I mean, the only way to do that is to continue to get the players. And Josh Pastner is probably going to pull the trigger and make that decision and make that move. It's just going to come a little later as he doesn't want uh, to seem too anxious about it. All right, well, the job is still open, so I'm going to give you the opportunity, Marcus. I'm going to give CJ the opportunity right now, Johnny Radio. Uh, because we know what Coach Lawson has to offer Josh Pastner as the assistant coach. Do you want to offer anything to Josh Pastner right now on the radio? We know Pastner listens to this show. Offer him something so you can be his next assistant coach. Because we got Coach Lawson over there. He's saying, hey, you can have my kids. They'll come. They'll come be on your team if you hire me. Do you have anything you want to offer uh, Josh Pastner if he hires you? Well, I mean, you know, what I would offer Josh Pastner if he hires me, you know, Josh Pastner, Coach, listen. Too many times you have to break away from your busy schedule as a head basketball coach to do interviews on TV, on radio, for the newspaper. Well, Josh Pastor, what I can offer you, you hire me as your head coach. I will be your head coach and your spokesman. I will take the role of speaking for you so you can focus more on basketball and getting your team to the Final Four than doing interviews and having to defend yourself and coaching moves that you've made and coaching decisions that you've made. And if you're a good enough coach to coach up talent and to get your team to a national championship game. Josh Pastor, hire me. You don't have to worry about taking on those questions anymore. I'll answer the tough questions for you. You can focus on the game of basketball. You're going to be like his press secretary is what you're offering. Exactly. I'm going to be Josh Pastor's assistant coach and his press secretary. All right, that's what you're you're offering. I don't know if that's as good as, as three quality prospects. Uh, well, probably not. Probably not. But it's all I have to offer. I mean, I have a ten year old daughter. She can do him no good on the basketball court right now. So, all right. I could offer him there. All right, Johnny Ray, do you have anything you want to you would offer 
uh, Josh Pastner? Because he still hasn't hired an assistant me? coach. You know what I have? What will you give Josh Pastner if he hires you as the assistant coach? If he hires me as the assistant coach, my 10-year-old daughter has been to the Nationals twice in cheerleading. The University of Memphis basketball was great when the cheerleading and Palm Squad was the best one in the country. <laughs> I will bring my daughter to be a cheerleader for the University of Memphis. I will also bring her little friend, little Lindsay, because they are attached at the hip. And they're the two best little cheerleaders you've ever seen. Plus, I got a little shorty named Corbin. He'll probably be a really good ball boy and assistant coach one day. <laughs> uh, so you're saying if they improve the cheering, it will improve the... Yes, absolutely. He does have a point. Because the men go where the women go. But you know what? Never mind. We're not doing this. <laughs> I completely, I have nothing to offer you. All right, you're withdrawing your name from consideration, CJ. If if if, if Josh Pastner still hasn't hired an assistant coach, we know you don't have any kids to offer him to come to Memphis. Oh, but, but I do. Uh, you do? Yes. Is that what you're offering? You yes. <laughs> My child, self-proclaimed four-star athlete, 2032 draft class. Oh, so you're saying you're gonna have a kid? I'm gonna have a kid. And he's gonna be good, and he's gonna be good. You're gonna practice at Church 20, Health Center well. 2032. Practice at Church Center Health. Get get strong. Get basketball skills. That twenty thirty two recruiting class. You need it. So the unborn kid. I don't think he's recruiting that far. You think in like six seven years they're actually going to be like science is going to progress enough where men can have women without babies. I mean, men, uh, men can have babies without women. <laughs> You're a jerk. That's what you are. That is all you are, sir. <laughs> Oh, of course he does. All right, we'll see if if Pastor takes any of, of, of y'all's offers. I, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good offers. They're pretty good offers. I'm going to give you uh, coach coach Pass. If you if you hire me, I'll give you um, twenty five dollars to Elfo's restaurant in Germantown, the best restaurant in the entire city. <laughs> if he had a, if it, he was smart, he'd take that deal. Right. All right, we're going to keep moving. This is the starting five, the five most interesting and important sports stories for the fan in the Mid-South. Number four, uh, the playoffs continue to go on. Of course, uh, Memphis is an NBA town. Uh, the, the conference finals are now set. OKC without Ibaka going uh, against San Antonio Spurs. And then on the other side, you've got the Heat versus the Pacers. So it looks like we've got a rematch in the making for the NBA finals. It's going to be Spurs Heat as unpredictable yeah. as the first round was the rest of the playoffs seem very predictable um, to me at least the Heat winning another championship against the Spurs in the NBA Finals yeah I think this is going to happen I mean um, I mean obviously it, it would have been nice to see uh, the Miami Heat take on the Oklahoma City Thunder just to switch things up a little bit and to see the MVP Kevin Durant go up against the real best player in the game uh, LeBron James but without a block of the Without Serge Ibaka, Oklahoma City really doesn't have a, have a chance to make it to the finals because who is going to be their enforcer in the middle? And you need that third person on your team to do something. Now Oklahoma City doesn't have a third person on their team to do, to do anything. And so San Antonio is going to be in there. Miami is going to win that series because Miami, at the end of the day, they still have the best player in the planet on their team. And LeBron James always finds a way to win in the NBA Finals like he has the past two years. And so I don't think there's going to be any uh, question who's going to win the finals. It'll be a good finals, but the Miami Heat are going to win this one in six as opposed to seven last year. Well, and it could go even faster than that. Um, but uh, it's it's fun. I mean, I, it's almost – it just seems like over. We're just a few, like, Jimmy Kimmel game night episodes away from, from this NBA season being over. Uh, to me, hopefully the Spurs can give them a run as much as we don't like the Spurs in this city at all. But uh, – that they're, that they're going to play the Heat in the NBA Finals. If they don't, it would be shocking. I do. Of course, everybody believes that this playoffs, not everybody, but we go back to conspiracy theories. There, are, There is a contingent of people who believe that the NBA is rigging it for the Thunder to go all the way. But with Ibaka out now on Oklahoma City, it just, it just does not make any sense that the Thunder are going to be better than the Spurs in seven games. Can they still pull off the conspiracy theory, though? No, they can't pull it off because Greg, Greg Popovich would have to be in on it, and you know he's not—he's not going to consider anything. It's just the refs have got to be in on it, and they've got to figure out something. You know, suspend somebody on the Spurs at the right time, right? They did with Zebo, or look, the they want Durant versus—they want Durant versus LeBron, right? They do want that, but the Spurs are going to be so much better than Oklahoma City in this series without a box. These games won't be that close. They won't be close enough for the officials to spin it. I mean, stop Kevin Durant. Russell Westbrook isn't going to beat you. I mean, San Antonio is going to use the same formula against Oklahoma City that Memphis used, but San Antonio is a much better version than than the Memphis Grizzlies. So 
it's going to be even easier for San Antonio to get these wins of Oklahoma City, especially with them not having Gabaka. So, I mean, I don't think there's anything the NBA is going to be able to do to try to make this an Oklahoma City series win. It's just the not fix is over. The fix is over. Yeah, It'd be too blatant if they tried to, to fix it's, it anymore, right? It's I mean, done. they would have to give Russell Westbrook a three-point play on every ridiculous three that he shot up. Uh, a, a, a foul, I mean. They would, they would have to call a foul on every ridiculous three that he shot up. Right, and then... And it falls down on purpose, like he did against Chris Paul. <laughs> uh, he was fouled. You can't stop his sh- follow-through, man. That dude wasn't fouled, man. All right, so, but how about it for the NBA? I think it gives, this is, if you're a Grizzlies fan, it gives you a great reason to continue to believe if you're a small market team, a fan of a small market team in the NBA, three of the four teams left are small market teams, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and uh, the Indiana Pacers, all teams from small markets, three out of the four. That's pretty, that's pretty big. Pretty bad for TV ratings, but. It's, it's a good story, but none of those three teams are going to win the championship. So at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter. Good story, bad like you said, bad for ratings, but a good story. It feel good story. Right, but so that's why, of course, the NBA would want Durant. They want a small market team with a superstar advancing in the NBA playoffs. I mean, but it doesn't look it like was the same, same way. It was the same way last year when you had uh, Memphis, San Antonio, and. Miami and uh, Indiana. Right. Yeah, every year. All right. Uh, uh, Finally, number five, this uh, sad news broke overnight uh, last night. But one of the greatest, if not the greatest, football player to ever play for the University of Memphis, D'Angelo Williams. His mother, uh, of course, battling cancer for so many years, she passed away uh, last night. Our condolences out there uh, to D'Angelo Williams and his family. But if you don't know this story, D'Angelo's mom... uh, been been battling cancer on and off for 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 years, and she is the reason. D'Angelo is the reason that you see pink cleats on NFL games because they had the pink attire out there in the NFL games uh, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. But there was there was never pink cleats. It was never on the approved list of attire until D'Angelo said, "Hey, let's wear some pink cleats. I want to wear some pink cleats for my mom." Yeah, and uh, you know it's. Uh very sad story, um, you know, with D'Angelo's mother passing away. Um, the good thing is, you know, that, that that she does leave behind the legacy, and D'Angelo helped start a legacy uh, in the NFL with the pink cleats. And so, you know, from this point on, every time a player puts on pink cleats in the NFL, um, you know, D'Angelo's mom is probably going to be smiling down from heaven, you know, smiling down and saying, you know, that's, that's for me. And, and, and that's for you know all the women who are in my situation, and my son started that. So he so so she leaves behind a legacy, and he started the legacy for his mom. And that's a beautiful thing, especially to have someone from the you know who played at the University of Memphis to have such an impact on something that is so inspirational. Um, you know, as you know, wearing those pink cleats for cancer awareness and for cancer awareness uh, that cancer that affects women. So it's a great deal that D'Angelo started. And, um, you know, his mom, is. I'm pretty sure she's going to be smiling down every time that happens. And it goes beyond just, it's, it's something that impacts the field, because you'll see those cleats on the field, but of course it's something that, that goes beyond on what actually happens uh, between the lines. So, uh, so get, you know, condolences out there to D'Angelo. Sad story, but um, definitely a great legacy being left behind there. All right, uh, Marcus. Appreciate yeah. you joining us. That is the starting five for this week. Before we let you go, though, we're going to declare before the end of the show the new reigning worst name in the NBA for a team. So we got the Bobcats on Tuesday. Bobcats, they will become the Hornets again in Charlotte. I think it was without question Bobcats were the undisputed worst team name in the NBA. Who's your vote for the new champion of worst team names in the NBA? Um, I'm going to have to go with it's a it's a toss up between the Utah Jazz. I have no idea they even know what jazz music is in Utah, and um, the Memphis Grizzlies because I've never what? seen a Grizzly bear in Memphis. Well, you haven't been to the zoo. Come, come, I'm talking about walking around. Go to the zoo. Out. They walk at the zoo. They walk at the zoo, man. The zoo. You can go to any zoo and find any kind yeah. of animal. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. I love the Memphis Grizzlies. I love the logo. I love everything about it. But come on, man. Grizzlies. I mean, I mean, that's a Vancouver thing. No, they would have been. I'm not, I'm, no, I'm they would have been the worst. The name. 
But you know, you know, maybe the blue. What about the Memphis blues? You know, you okay. got the blues music. I the think you're missing. You're the missing the you're missing the point I, a little bit. But I want people like if you took the Bobcat name, it is uh-huh. lousy and horrible. No matter what city you put it in, it doesn't make any sense. The bullets though might have been the worst. The Bob Bobcats is is the bullets is a cool. That name. was very accurate though. I, 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 I miss the bullets name. I but like the bullets. If you take the Bobcats name and you put it on any in any other city, too. it's a lousy name. So that's why that's why I think Bobcats is is undisputed the worst. Grizzlies is a cool name. It's got Z's in it, and uh, Grizzlies are <laughs> Grizzlies are Grizzlies are oh. are scary. It's, it's good Raptors Z. is awful. But, for right, well, I've got I got four that I think are definitely worse. Like you picked up and you put them somewhere else. I, I hate the Knicks. But um. We'll declare, we'll, de- Man, we'll, we'll declare that. Uh, we'll consider your votes, Marcus, but I'm telling you, Grizzlies is not going to win that because I think Grizzlies is awesome. You know, let me say this, though. Uh, 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 we'll talk. When I was a kid and um, the Orlando Magic became a, a team, I honestly thought that they were named after Magic Johnson. Right. You know, when, when, when they first came out. Oh, Magic Johnson has a basketball team now. So the Orlando Magic could be on that list. I'm, I'm not really sure about that. That's one of my four. They're one of my four. We'll talk about that. Kevin Leip's going to join us from the Memphis Flyer. When we come back, we'll talk uh, about the Bobcats and lousy team names, as long as, as well as the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, when we come back, you're listening to MSL on Sports 56, 87, 7 FM. Bye, Marcus. Sports time with George Lapidus. Now in its 43rd year. Weekdays at 10. On Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. A fan coming. A fan running down. Summer Avenue. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. We bought the latest All right, welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your Barbecue Fest weekend. If you ever miss a portion of the show, you can get to podcastmemphisport.com or for free on iTunes. And also, while you're on iTunes, be sure to check out the I Love Memphis podcast. You can search for that. I host that with Holly Whitfield every month. This month, we talk with Holly Ford from Memphis in May. Subscribe to the I Love Memphis podcast. And you can also listen to it at ilovememphispodcast.com. That's free as well. Coming up uh, next week, my uh, two trivia nights. The theme next week is Memphis. So if you uh, think you know your Memphis music or movies or geography, uh, Memphis questions next week. That's Wednesday at Tampa and Tap where we have that new Mario Kart tiebreaker. And then Thursday night at the uh, Green Beetle. Trivia back at the Beetle this week at 8 o'clock. All right, every week at this time when it's 11.30-ish, our friend Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer joins us. He's at Flyer Grizzblog on Twitter. That's with one Z. He writes about the Memphis Grizzlies. He's got a couple posts up now. He's back in studio with us. Now he's a father. I am. All right. You have a, have a child. How's the kid doing? She's good. Baby uh, Tayshana. Tayshana, yep. She's actually uh, she's sleeping oh, a little bit. Yeah. Johnny <laughs> Radio is going wild with the sound effects today. <laughs> Uh, it's Rampage Jackson and Sound Effect Day. Yeah, happy so. happy Rampage Jackson Day. It is official from the mayor uh, coming through. We're going to have CJ read the, the special recognition letter from uh, the mayor uh, at the top of the next hour before we play Hang Up and Listen. So get that ready, CJ. He's got to read it in a British accent. Yes, you, you have to read it. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we'll read you the special recognition from the mayor. It is, it is Rampage Jackson Day. So we welcome him back to Memphis. Mississippi. As he... <laughs> Fights in South Haven. <laughs> His, but it's, that's, it's a little confusing. Dude, South Haven not declaring it Rampage Jackson Day today? Is it Rampage Jackson Day in South Haven too? No, they're considering it Memphis Day. Okay. Isn't every day Rampage Jackson Day in South Haven? It, it should be. It's, if Today is. Welcome back, Rampage, anyway. Uh, Kevin Light, welcome back to you. It's We're going to declare it a Kevin Light Day here. It seems like almost as long as Rampage has been away from Memphis, you've been away from the show. It's been a while. I've been, uh, been on the telephone for the, several weeks. The uh, the the talk of 
the Grizzlies fans right now. We're going to get into figuring out who has the worst team name uh, in the NBA besides the Bobcats. We're going to get into that in a moment. But let's talk Grizzlies for a second. Not much news has happened since last week or the week before. We're kind of in this holding pattern yeah. uh, before the Grizzlies can actually do anything. Right. You're going to have to wait to the NBA Finals to be over. Um, before you can start seeing some possibilities start to unfold, you get the draft and free agency. Um, right now on the blog, you're giving percentage chances of people returning uh, to the team. Can you give us um, maybe a quick, let's go, like who's most likely to return, do you think? Uh, well, so far I've done, uh, I've just done the unrestricted free agents, which is Mike Miller, Ben Oder, and James Johnson, and uh, restricted free agent, the only ones at Davis. Um, I think Mike Miller is probably about 70% to be back. I think um, his, his whole thing was as long as they deal with me fairly, and to me that, that means give me a three-year deal with a lot of money in that third year. And rename the Iowa Energy. Um, yes. The, to the, the, the Let It Fly Miller's. Energy, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we have Mike Miller. Uh, we got Mike Miller. I think Ben Ouder will be back. He seems to like Memphis. I think it's probably – I think the chance I gave him was 50-50 or somewhere around there. Uh, if he is happy being a third string point guard and just hanging out and likes this locker room, I think he'll be back. Uh, but that all seems true, and he loves Barbecue Fest. He apparently loves Barbecue Fest, which if they were still in the playoffs, he would not be able to attend. Right. Uh, I think Coupon ended up tr- going somehow last year. I could be wrong on that. The, um, you know, I Where think was that, it? The um, nobody, nobody saw Coupon at Barbecue Fest this year, I don't think. All right, continue. I think that, um, you know, unless another team really needs a backup, and throws more than the the minimum at him, uh, I think he'll be back. Uh, I think it's possible that that, that happens. I think there could be, uh, you know, maybe an East team needs a backup point guard to make a playoff run or something like that and, and kind of pays more than what the Grizzlies want to pay for their third point guard. That's definitely possible. That's the thing that may ha- Like, I would think, you, I mean, it could be different, that the Grizzlies, what the Grizzlies are willing to offer Miller and Bino is something that somebody else is willing to offer them about the same amount of money. Yeah. So they have kind of the home cooking advantage. You have the yeah. home court advantage on the offer that both of the guys love being in Memphis. Right, and especially Miller. I mean, you know, you know, he's a Memphis guy. Uh, what Bino is this like? This guy's has become uh, <laughs> Mr. Memphis all of a sudden. Yeah. And the barbecue fest factor. The barbecue fest factor. They were both at barbecue fest. That's uh, oh, yeah. This I is mean, my shot. <laughs> that's the uh, that's always the most important thing when you're recruiting free agents. Is the other like barbecue fest, right? The under the uh, it's a good place to take them. Though. I, I'll give them give it that. Under unrestricted uh, free agent. Who's the other one? Uh, the other one's James Johnson, and uh, ain't no way he's coming back. He's 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 not coming back. I don't know. I heard a rumor he had a barbecue fest tattoo. No, uh, I don't know. I mean, he, he, we considered the barbecue fest factor. Look, I made not, that up completely. I mean. Uh, James Johnson, look, he did good things for the Grizzlies this season. Uh, he undoubtedly uh, was a big factor in keeping them afloat kind of during the dark days of the season. But um, obviously Jaeger doesn't trust him. Uh, I think he needs to be able to defend without fouling to be useful to the Grizzlies. Uh, and th- they need a guy who can get to the rim, but I think that's what they're going to look for in the draft. I think they're going to try to make moves this offseason to bring in uh, like a um, a little bit more athletic wing. Uh, and I, I don't think he's your guy. I think some other team is going to pay him probably $3 million, and I don't think the Grizzlies want to pay him that because he's kind of proven that he's a little bit volatile when he's not getting his minutes. Well, even when he is. Uh, and... Again, I mean, he he was not at barbecue fest. He's not at barbecue fest, and he also That's, didn't. He's the only guy who didn't talk to the media after the season. He didn't talk to the he, media at all. He uh, did his exit interview with the coaches and then split. Oh wow! So that's definitely a bad sign. Yeah, um, to me that but, to, to me that says it all. He and, he's done. And I think he's a little. I heard he's a little upset. Like the like barbecue fest. He you know it's cool and all, but it's not like tattoo fest. If there was no. a tattoo fest, if there was a barbecue tattoo fest, <laughs> we might be able to keep James Johnson. Or if it, if barbecue fest involved something on your neck. Well, that's that's pretty. It's gonna be so. Is James Johnson gonna be like next year's Lionel Hollins? He was already like the new Lionel Hollins halfway through the season, where people started complaining halfway through. You got to play James Johnson more. Like yeah. he was the missing factor, and then next year it's gonna be. They shouldn't have let him go. I'm sure it's going to be like that because After a game or it two. seems like seems like everything that happens is like that. But um, I I think that he kind of you can make the argument that by not playing him enough, Jaeger kind of ruined him. But I don't buy that. I think I think he uh, he's a hit or miss kind of guy, and he had a really uh, hot streak in December and January, and then um, you know I think something 
I get the sense that something happened. I get the sense that there was some sort of confrontation between him and the coach, and that's why he stopped playing or something like that. I, I don't think we know the whole story on, on what happened with James Johnson in terms of locker room stuff. Um, I guess we got to wait for Tony Allen to tell Chris Vernon. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I I get the sense that there was that just wasn't a good situation and that the the front office probably doesn't want to perpetuate that, that he won't be back. So he's least likely on your list. To me, so far, yeah, and, he's the least likely. And most likely is, is Miller and... You know, but one of them, who knows? Yeah. But definitely one of the two. I think you can yeah. bet some money on one of the two. One of the two will be back. Will be back for sure, if not yeah. both of those two guys. So that's your that's your unrestricted free agents. And then your only restricted free agent on this team is Ed Davis. And we kind of disagree maybe on, yeah. on this one. I think he'll be back. Um, I think that uh, the Grizzlies are definitely going to extend him the qualifying offer. And I think unless another team uh, thinks he has more potential than the Grizzlies do, and throws a lot of money at him. I think I think he'll be back. I think I think he's going to be because honestly because he's kind of inconsistent. I think the Grizzlies would be able to get him for a better deal um, than some people think. Maybe I do think one you might have uh, the case of management kind of because he's the guy who was involved in that Rudy Gay trade that they think that we've got to get something not give him. up or not give up on him yet. Figure out. Something out of yeah. Ed Davis, and it's, you know, can't let him just walk away. It's possible that there may be some kind of sign and, tra- sign and trade situation mm-hmm. where they do get an asset back for him. But I, you know, honestly, I think he'll be back. Because um, not that he's a, he's a mistake by any means, uh, but he definitely did not play as much as he should be playing uh, no. for somebody who was a, such a premier piece in that trade. Yeah, it's not you don't want him to be your fourth power forward or but, whatever, your fourth big off the bench. But again, he's still got potential, which is big in the NBA, and I think he. Thinks he's going to get paid. I just think yeah. he thinks he's going to get he's going to get some money. I, I he's going to get some money, but I, I don't think he's going to get um, what he probably thinks he's going to get uh, and, from anybody. And but. then you've got you've got posts on both of these. You can read more of Kevin Lipa Beyond the Arc uh, blog at NiphysFlyer dot com. Yeah. But uh, you've got another post you're going to come up this week because there's two other people who may or may not be back <laughs> with the Grizzlies, and they're both balding white guys. <laughs> Well, there's three that may, may or may not be back. There's two guys with team options, which means the team decides whether they're going to be here or not. That's Kosa Kufus and Nikolaitis. Right, that's a, um, both a balding of, duo. Yeah. yeah, they'll be. Um, so the team has an option. Explain that how that works. The team. Yeah, the team either the the team. It's up to the team on whether or not decides whether they're going to be because Zebo's the big one, which we have not talked about. Right. This is, everybody was. I got tired of talking about Zebo last week. <laughs> right. Uh, Zebo gets to decide himself on his right. option. He can opt in and make sixteen point five or eight or something million dollars for the Grizzlies next year. The team decides whether Costa Kufis will be back for three million dollars, and the team decides whether Nick Calathis will be back for like eight hundred fifty thousand. So there's there's four different contract uh, situations with a bunch of different different players. Yeah, uh, right now, and uh, so do you think Costa? Is back. You think Nick Calathis is back? I would be surprised if if Nick Calathis did not return. I think he's coming yeah. back. He's the backup point guard. I think he's of coming the back. Future. Uh, you know, he's going to have to be suspended for thirteen more games. That's true, and that's why you need Bino right. uh, at the beginning of the season. But um, and that's I think ups his chances of. I think of so. Yeah, back. I think that I think you pay, you know, you pay Uter maybe one point five million, a little bit over the minimum or whatever. Uh, because you got to have you got to have a backup point guard to start the season, and Calathis isn't going to be back for 13 games. But I think I think he'll be back. I Could think have some pre- Jamal Franklin time. Yeah, I mean that's you need some Jamal Franklin time. You got to figure out if he's any good or not. All right, we'll be looking for your your in depth reports on uh, those coming up. I know yeah. later this week you're going to have detailed information on um, everybody else who's up there. Check out the Beyond the Arc blog. Follow him at uh, Flyer Grizz blog. But when we come back. We are going to talk about who takes the title of worst NBA team name. You do agree with me that the Bobcats was the worst, right? Uh, it's definitely one of them. I would say it's the worst was... just because it's named after a dude named Bob. I think that's pretty lame. I think I think it's I think that's pretty bad. And to me, I just think if you pick that name up and you put it, some people's complaints are in the cities. Anyway, we'll explain it when we come back. You're listening. Uh, feel free to tweet us though at six seven one two nine or tweet me at Serena if you've got ideas on what uh, should be the uh, worst. NBA team name. You're listening to MSL on Sports 687.7 FM. Rebels, Bulls, Bulldogs, Tigers. It's always college football season here. We are Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. 
Are you one of many Mid-Southerners who suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around weekday nights flipping channels on your TV while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Well, actually, that would be a little weird. Instead, just invite your friends to be on your team every week at Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. It's more than your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's an entertainment experience with weekly theme nights that will test your knowledge on a wide range of topics. Come see for yourself while Paul Ryburn's journal calls Kevin Cerrito a, quote, Trivia Master. For more information on where to play, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit Facebook forward slash Cerrito Trivia or follow Kevin on Twitter at Cerrito. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito, the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Warnings. Side effects include winning prizes, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, spending quality time with friends, and dance-offs. Now play Trivia with Kevin Cerrito downtown at Tampa Tap every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 and at the Green Beetle on South Main every Thursday night from 8 to 10. Trivia with Kevin Cerrito. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, welcome back to MSL. Kevin Lipes here in studio for his weekly segment, Talking Grizzlies and the NBA. And now we're going to turn our attention to this coming Tuesday. This coming Tuesday is a uh, historic day in the NBA. I do believe it's a draft lottery on Tuesday night. Uh, but it's also the same night that the Charlotte Bobcats will officially become the Charlotte Hornets. So all, all of your starter jackets will be accurate again. Right, they're the, all your classic 80s and early 90s NBA attire. Um, so they go from the Bobcats to the Hornets. Bobcats, to me, I thought without question was the undisputed worst team name in the NBA. It was a horrible name. It was named after um, the owner of the team. Yeah, I um, feel like it wouldn't have been such a bad name if the dude's name wasn't Bob. But just Bob <laughs> like, Cat. Come on, man. Bobcat, their colors were horrible. The Bobcats, to me, undisputed. Uh, worst team name in the NBA. So the title for worst team in the NBA team name in the NBA is back up for grabs. Who deserves that honor? We're deciding that now. We've got some tweets and uh, and some text coming in. But uh, Lipe, I know you're 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 big on this. You know you're a big fan of uh, of team histories and relocations and stuff. What other team names? If you're saying Bobcats is not necessarily the worst, which what's right behind it? Because that's definitely going to be the number one pick then. Um, so I think everybody, I think, uh, I think it was Johnny Radio said Utah Jazz. I think Utah Jazz is terrible. Okay. But I think I, Jazz I, is cool if it was in New Orleans. Right. It was. And then they, so it's I'd, stupid in Salt Lake City. <laughs> I'm, I like to think it, it's not a bad name if you can pick it up, put it somewhere else, and it'll be awesome. So we're just going to ex- eliminate the teams who didn't just move and never changed their name. I would, like th- the, I would think Lakers. so. Because I think that was an NBA tradition for a while. Um, all the way up to the Grizzlies that if yeah. you moved, you kept your name. The Lakers doesn't make any sense for L.A., but the name is cool now. Well, what about the uh, Buffalo Braves, San Diego Clippers, Los Angeles Clippers? Right. They definitely messed up and changed, changed their names. But it was like the Kings were in a bunch of other, yeah. you know, the, they were Omaha, Kansas City at some point. They're, they're, um, Rochester Royals. Is a, most, a lot of the team names have stuck together in the NBA. Uh, at least there was that era where it was going on, where the team name stuck with the team. So we're not going to eliminate that, because if you can pick the team up and bring it somewhere else, but the Lakers name is so awesome now, right? But it makes no sense. It makes no sense. So I think there's a difference between making no sense versus being a bad name. So well, it's Washington Wizards, then. I would, that's, here, Yeah, here are, my, here are my four. I think Washington Wizards possibly is the number one pick, and it may be because of what it was... Yeah, Bullets Before, is such a great name. I thought Bullets was a cool name, despite what Johnny Radio believed. Washington. It was so violent, but it, but it awesome. represented D.C. so the well. Washington Bullets and Baltimore Bullets. I mean, whatever. It made more sense when it was Baltimore Bullets because it was alliteration and, or whatever. And you add that to the fact that you already have the magic in the NBA, which yeah. is a very similar theme team name to begin with. And that's my number two. <laughs> and that's your number two. Yeah. That's also on my list of. Because it's uh, Disney. I mean, it's the same thing as the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Like, it's the Orlando Magic, it's the Magic Kingdom. It's a Disney team name. We don't need any more Disney sports teams. I think I think the Magic deserve to be on the list as well because, as Marcus pointed out earlier, it is confusing with Magic Johnson, especially around the time that they declared that, you know, became the team. Like, it's too similar. You had a somebody who's already an iconic figure in the NBA with the name Magic. Great jerseys, though. Great original jerseys. Uh, great, awesome jerseys. It does make sense for the city. If you're going to complain about things not making sense for the city, like Magic does make sense for the city. 
It's but, still stupid, though. And it sounds more like a WNBA team name, which brings me to the next one, which whether you want to like it or not, I don't like the Thunder. I don't think the Thunder's a good name. I don't either. Part of it is because it's so impossible to top Seattle Supersonics. That is, right. that is an Supersonics, all-time great team name. That's a top team name of without question. Supersonics, yeah. awesome name. I love yeah. the Supersonics. And so the fact that they moved to Oklahoma City and changed their name to the Thunder, I hate singular team names in general. And the Thunder, the, the, the Thunder right, well, you have to have an S on the yeah. end unless you're the WNBA. Right. And you've got... Uh, th- I just I think Thunder's lousy. Their team colors, mascot, everything. None of it. Like, All like what stuff. were they thinking? Like they put that together. It seemed like overnight. Well, yeah, uh, it's they're from Oklahoma. And then my fourth one uh, is the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I think is a horrible name. But if, I mean, again, it's exempted. It cannot be the worst one because it makes sense because of the Mets and the Jets. Yeah, but if I, you, I don't hate that because it's in the ABA. It was the New York Nets. It's kind of dumb. It was it's really dumb. stupid like, when they were the New Jersey Nets. That sound that just sounds stupid. But did you, did you know that in the early '90s, the New Jersey Nets wanted to change their name to the Swamp Dragons? I, I did hear the Swamp Dragons uh, because that would be or the Fire worst. Dragons. That would the, be the worst name and if they were the New Jersey Swamp Dragons. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Actually, I like Fire Fire Dragons was also one of them. They wanted to change their names to the Dragons. That would have been awesome. You swamp like Dragons? Get out of here! That sounds more like a team in New Orleans to me. Why would there be a Swamp Dragon in New Jersey? Maybe there's there's Swamp Dragons. I don't know. All that pollution and whatever body of water <laughs> that's right there. All that muck. Right. Everybody hates the Pelicans. Don't talk about Lake Pontchartrain. No, uh, everybody. No, we New love. Orleans. We love. No, we love New Orleans. We're saying the Swamp was a better name for New, a New Orleans team. All right, but but again, with the Nets though, the Nets it makes sense because of the Jets and Mets, and that's why I'm not going to put it at, as declare it the worst team name. But it's like naming. It's like a part of the goal. Like it's it's like naming your team the Rims, like right. the the Brooklyn Rims. Doesn't that's, it? Doesn't that's something else. <laughs> You know, I think... Uh, Wizards, I think we're going to have to do it without question, right? Yeah. With Magic a close so close second, and we'll put Thunder a third? I'm okay with that. Wizards, when, when they renamed the team, they were considering the Dragons, the Express, the Stallions, and the Sea Dogs. None of those necessarily that much better. Those are all worse than the Wizards. They should have <laughs> just kept it the Bullets. They should have kept it the Bullets. It's kind of what they had before. When you change something, and it gets worse... That's not you've good. Heard my, like you've, Supersonic got worse to Thunder. I think Pelicans is good. I like the Pelicans. You heard my three my three team name trade idea, right? Have you heard that before? Oh yeah, go. What so was it? Propose. Tell everybody when, about back that. Back when New Orleans was still the Hornets, this would have worked. New Orleans Jazz, Utah Grizzlies, Memphis gets the Hornets names, changes it to the sounds, adopts the colors of the old ABA team. Okay, so you have three teams. So we end up with the Hornets name, and then drop it and become the Sounds. Oh, but now you have, you need to throw, the now that the Hornets are in uh, Charlotte. Hornets are in Charlotte. Your, your whole it changes it changes, changes everything now. All right. Well, uh, feel free to continue to tweet or text us right now. Wizards, we got as our leading candidate as the new worst team name in the National Basketball Association. Life, thanks for coming in studio with us. Yeah, man. We will uh, catch up with you again next week. When we come back, we'll play Hang Up and Listen, 360-8255. You're listening to Real Sports Talk here on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Your home for the Ole Miss Rebels. Sports 56 WHBQ Memphis and 87.7 FM WPGFLP Memphis. A Flynn Broadcasting Station.